welcome to the Holistic Author Show. I'm your host, Kit Kilsto, the author yogi. Each episode, we'll talk about how to recraft the publishing paradigm to help you take care of what matters, you and your creativity. Discussing topics ranging from the publishing business to physical and mental health, and even mind-body balance as you juggle the many duties of being an author today, the Holistic Author Show will help you make the choices you need to craft the right publishing career for you. And now, this week's show. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Holistic Author Show. I'm Kate Kilstow, and this week I want to talk about the war that's been going on within publishing. Now, this isn't about genres or publishers or even how you publish, but rather this is the word count wars. Something that has happened within the last 10 years because of the shift in publishing as well as the rise of self-publishing is that the gurus and the marketers who try to sell the authors on their scheme to get rich or their scheme to publish is that they're pushing authors to write more and more faster and faster. When I started writing and really got into wanting to be an author, there was no self-publishing. There were no eBooks, And the, expe- the expectation was that the author was going to put out a book once a year or longer. In fact, it was, it could be 18 months or two years between books and a series, but the regular authors usually put out a book a year. That actually still takes place now with certain traditional published authors. I just finished a fantasy book. It's the second book of the series. It's a series I'm really invested in. And the book came out in December of 2022. I finished it middle of January 2023. So I waited a bit, but I, you know, couldn't wait much longer. But now I'm going to have to wait again because my guess is the third book of the series, which isn't even up on pre-order yet, will probably come out December 2023. The sales marketers will tell you that if you put up a book for sale, the best thing to do is to already have a pre-order link for the next book in the series. Well, for most of us, Amazon only allows a 90-day pre-order period, and that means that you pretty much have to be able to turn that book around, first draft, any self-editing you do, any work with an editor that you do, and a lot of editors are booked out a few months in advance, and have that all done within 90 days. That is difficult at best, and the push for more words more often also leads to a lot of burnout. It leads to a lot of feeling like you're writing the same thing over and over and over again. It leads to a lot of dissatisfaction with the entire writing and publishing process. And as has been said for years, basically, if you're looking for a way to make money, publishing is not the easy way to make money. (laughs) There are many other jobs that you can go into, many other things that you can do to make a whole lot more money than you would make if you were publishing. And so even though we want to sell books, we want to be compensated for our work, we want to hopefully be able to write full time because that's a wonderful thing to do. You want to be able to do that in a healthy and sustainable way, which frankly is the philosophy of the holistic author. 
So with the word count wars, what is happening is that the books and the authors generally, you know, came out at a much less, much slower pace. And so an author might spend three, four months writing a book. I remember reading, you know, how to guides in that back in the day where authors talked about writing 500 words a day, a couple of pages a day, four pages a day, one page a day. And that used to be the old advice that if you wrote a page a day at the end of the year, you'd have a 365 page book. Generally, an author would spend, you know, three to four months writing a book. They would turn it into their editor. It would go through the publication process, first edit, second edits. There would be, you know, the cover art drawn up. And due to production schedules at publishing houses, because publishers have a certain capacity, they probably have less capacity today due to job cuts and layoffs and that sort of thing. But they had a certain capacity and they have a certain number of authors. And obviously, if you're publishing four books a week and or four books a month, and I think of, for example, like the Silhouettes or the Harlequins, and Silhouette doesn't exist anymore, the Harlequin romances that I used to read where, you know, that particular line publishes four to six books a month, you slot your author in and you don't want to have one author write every month. I mean, you may have a very prolific author that puts out a whole bunch of books. And so you might want to give them quarterly or every six months slots. And then you've got your other authors to fill in and everybody just kind of falls into line. And eventually you have lead times through marketing, um, through production, through book covers, through the printing press. You have all these different departments with all these different lead times. And that's how you work into where an author gets published. And that's how we usually ended up with a book of ye- a book a year. Unless, again, in that category romance, sometimes a prolific author or an author who wrote exclusively for category romance might put out three or four books a year. But that was also admittedly for at that time an exceedingly busy schedule. And pretty much it was an eight hour a day they were at their desk writing or doing what they needed to do. And obviously, if I'm getting any of that wrong, I do encourage authors to come and tell me but that was kind of how things were. Now, I am not pining for the good old days. I am not wishing that we could go back to a book a year because one, I have ADHD and no patience. We call patience the P word around my house, which means that while I'll be okay with waiting for a year for the next book in this series, I'm also kind of like, I've got to wait a year. This is killing me. I want to know what happens next, especially since this series is taking place kind of as a prequel to a lot of the other books in the same world I've read. So I'm kind of waiting for all the familiar things that I know of from this world to show up. And it's kind of an excruciating wait. So I'm not saying I want to go back to the good old days. I'm not saying that we should go back to how we're publishing. But I also think we're human. We're not machines. And there are so many things that impact our writing. There's so many things that impact our ability to tell a story. And there's so many 
you know, things that are juggling for our attention. You probably or you may have a job. You may have a family that you take care of. And even if you don't have children, although if you do have children, you obviously have responsibilities and you need to take care of the kids, you know, get the kids where they need to go if they're not old enough to drive yet. Plan meals, cook meals, clean the house, do laundry, take care of any pets. I have a farm or a homestead here, and so that takes up a certain number of hours in my day, taking care of the animals and the livestock. There's all sorts of things that we need to do competing for our attention, which means for many of us, setting aside the fact that you may be dealing with health issues, whether it's the occasional cold or the occasional, you know, sprained a muscle or hurt your back sort of thing, or whether you're actually dealing with neurodivergence, whether you're dealing with a chronic illness, whether you have disability or a dynamic disability, which frankly, most of them are, where you don't know how much energy you're going to have on any given day. It is exceedingly difficult to hold yourself to a specific word count when you have a dynamic disability and you don't know how much energy you're going to have on a given day. I used to try to write 2,000 words a day without fail. And even with the fact that I don't have kids, I worked from home and I could multitask and write during my workday. I pretty much can do whatever I need to do here on the homestead. Um, My job was not like a call center tying me to my desk for eight hours a day. Even with all of these caveats in there, I still had days where my fibromyalgia was like, nah, we ain't doing anything today. And if you've dealt with a chronic illness, especially if you dealt with something like fibromyalgia or MECFS, which now is related in a lot of ways to long COVID, you know that that also affects your brain. It affects being able to pull words out of the air. You may notice sometimes on these podcasts, I pause or I kind of stumble over my words. That is the fibro fog. That's the cognitive issues. See, it just happened there with with the disability that I have. Now, if you're dealing with all of that, and your craft is in words, it can be very difficult to keep up with a very strong schedule. And to be very honest, 2000 words a day is kind of the middle of the road, as far as what some of the people are actually advising authors need to write a day to keep up with a good rapid release plan. So that's the background of the word count wars. With all of that being said, What's an author to do? Because the gurus out there are trying to sell you the their facts that you have to write two, three, four, five thousand words a day every day in order to create a rapid release plan. So you're popping out at least a book probably every three months, maybe every six months, depending on how long you write, certainly not much longer than every six months, ideally every other month, because the way the Amazon algorithm is working right now, you publish a book, you're marketing, it used to be you could get a good 45, 60 days of traction out of that new release book. These days, you're lucky to get a couple good weeks. You can maybe extend that up to a month if you've got a really strong social media presence 
a really good community around you. But definitely after that first month of sales, things drop off rapidly. Things drop off markedly. And if you don't really take off in that first month of sales, you're kind of having difficulties getting traction instead of, you know, sailing or surfing through the waters of Amazon, you're kind of doggy paddling and you're trying to always play catch up and that's not a position you want to be in. You want to be in a position where you are regularly and with the same genre, with the same types of books, with the same pen name, feeding that algorithm. So Amazon gets used to going, yes, this person's releasing, this person's books are being sold. That's what triggers it to actually promote your books. For example, in the also bots, um, it will trigger, trigger them to send notifications out to readers notifications out through those emails it does all the things that it's supposed to do and so if you get to the point and I saw this myself when I was regularly feeding the algorithm when I was putting out probably about a a book a month or a book every other month and I write short um I tend to write novella type links or novelette type links and then put them together in a bigger work again. Like I said, I have ADHD. Patience is not my strong suit. I've got to feel like I'm moving forward and writing a big, big book. Um, I get, you know, 50, 60,000 words into it and the brain just kind of goes. So that's a whole nother conversation too about writing book different, different links of books. But With that, you want to be writing regularly. Now, I can hear you saying, okay, you're saying write regularly, but it's wrong to have a really high daily word count. And I want to kind of back up a bit and say, it's not wrong if it works for you. And that's what I'm getting at with this. The holistic author is an author that knows how to work with all aspects of their life, works with everything on the wellness wheel, which includes your physical health, your emotional health. We've talked about this and knows how to put all of those pieces together so you're comfortably cruising and rolling through life and rolling through your career as an author and rolling in a good way not like rolling out of control down a hill you want to be you know you're, you're on the interstate you got the cruise control set and everything's just kind of falling into place for you that's how you want to be with with the wellness wheel and that's what a holistic author really looks like the word count wars to me pulls that out of whack the word count wars word counts assume that you're gonna have the same level of energy every day you're gonna have the same amount of time every day and i think just with those two things you can clearly think of examples in your own life and go, yeah, that's not really realistic. You also, it also assumes you have the same physical stamina, the same physical abilities every day, and the same creativity. That's a subject for another podcast because as much as, as much as I think there are some great books being written, I've read some, you know, I try to write reviews of them. Please write reviews of the books that you read and really enjoy that. That's the best thing you can do for authors. But I feel like understanding that our creativity well is separate and apart from our mental, physical, emotional health wells and that it too runs dry. 
we can be feeling wonderful, but if the creativity well is dry, which often happens when you push yourself, when you start to get signs of burnout, then it's very hard to draw upon that and use that energy to get to your high word counts. And so the word count wars really, I think, is a war on author creativity and a war on author health. And I can already hear people out there going, but this works for me, or that's not what we mean. Is she, you know, are they saying that there are books that aren't being, that aren't creative anymore? And that's not what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that if you sell a one size fits all solution in the form of the word count wars, if you sell that to people, people are going to believe that people are going to believe that there's a one size fits all solution. This is how I have to run my publishing career. And the truth is, you can find a way that works for you and works for your publishing career and not run yourself ragged, not run yourself dry. And so the word count wars, I think, need to kind of be put, you know, in the same category as things that no longer apply anymore. Like, for example, you can only publish through publishers. Obviously, that's not true anymore. That is a part of a bygone era. There's so many more options out there now. And so if you start to think of the word count wars as a capitalist way of reacting to the self-publishing landscape, you start to see that there are there is no one true way to to quote the the main theme of Valdemar, um, which is the series that I just finished and now have to wait a year for a book um, for. There is no one true way. And if you buy into the word count wars, you start to buy into the belief that there is a one true way for publishing, that there's a one true way for you to cultivate your writing career. And, and I'm here to tell you that that's just not the case. You can have a very satisfying, very good career simply by following your what works for you by finding that holistic author method. And it might take some experiments. You may need to, to have a little fun with it. You may need to see what you can do. When I was working a more full-time job where I was tied to my desk for eight hours a day, let me tell you, those word counts that I had, I also had fewer responsibilities at home, but those word count numbers that I had really were the antidote to that because I could go home, spend an hour, spend 90 minutes completely immersed in my fictional worlds. And it was, it was like a, a healing creative bath at the end of every single day. Now, again, now that, now that my life seems to have a lot more different things needing to be jungled, my health is a lot different than it was back then. I need to be more flexible with that. I need to be gentle with myself. And I think that's what I want to leave you with is that if you find yourself struggling with word counts, and find yourself fighting against the belief that you have to write X number of words a day, which I haven't touched on, but let me be blunt, that is a very ableist belief. That is a belief that is coming from authors, coming from marketing gurus, 
that really see no room for disabled, for those that have mental illness issues, that really see no room for those people in the publishing landscape. And yes, I have very strong feelings about that. Um, and that's also comes from a history. There's been some very strong words said about that. And some of those big name authors have made their views on those of us with chronic illness, those of us who have some mental health concerns, very, very clear. And they're, they're not good views. So with that kind of out there, I think we need to be gentle with ourselves. If you're still trying to find a word count or a writing routine that works for you, keep experimenting. Keep being gentle with yourself. If you need to take a day off, take a day off. Rest is not a dirty word. And I sincerely hope that you think about the word count wars in terms of the damage that they have done to author to author creativity, the damage that they have done to author health, to the burnout that they have caused, the stress that they have caused. And I really hope that you get to a routine that works for you because that's what I want. And whether that's 500 words a day, whether that's 5,000 words a day, whether that's, you know, eh, 500 or 1,000 words a week, whatever works for you, that's the important part here. And that that's the goal of being a holistic author. So thank you so much for listening to, I guess, my mini rant about the word count wars. Thank you so much for being open-minded and considering that we have new ways now of rewriting the author landscape and that we should be looking for a healthier way of working as an author so that we can continue to write books into the future because I can tell you burnout is nobody's friend. So thank you so much for listening. I encourage you to like, subscribe, follow on all the platforms. And if you have any questions, you can reach me at the Holistic Author website. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Holistic Author Show, presented by Epona Author Solutions and distributed on the Epona Author Radio Network. I've been your host, Kit Kalestow, the author yogi. If you'd like to learn more about our show, check out our sponsors, or find out how to be a guest, visit podcast.eponaauthorsolutions.com. Title music is Dream House by Purple Planet Music. You can find out more about them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, be well.